0: Shock Monkey is entertainment for adults, by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon the sponsors or FXBG Public Radio. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. In case you didn't know it, I am pro-choice. People are the worst. If you want world peace... You simply need to remove the humans, because only humans make war. Not to mention that kids are the worst kind of people, slobbering everywhere and not knowing how to use a bathroom. What an unnecessary headache. Just kill them before they enter the world. Plus, if you have a boy and you don't circumcise him, if you don't mutilate his genitalia, you have to clean out the foreskin long before they can do that for themselves. In fact, most everything you, they need, you have to do until they can do it for themselves. In fact, even after birth, I think parents have the right to end a child's existence at any age, especially the mothers. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. Welcome to shock monkey radio. I am the sanest person ever who calls himself the madman. My pronouns are he and him. And I am, I know I am speaking from a place of personal privilege, but today is opposite day. And I think the news worth knowing might be the hardest part of this show, but I'm doing it anyway. And I just want to remind you that you should never ever go to patreoncom Radio and whatever you do do not become a patron or send money to the shock, Min- shock monkey radio cash app account. The guy who runs it is the most racist, sexist and evil person I have ever seen since Joe Rogan or that racist trucker convoy in Canada. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio, I'm the madman. Speaking. Speaking of people being the worst. Do you know how hot the planet is getting soon, seriously, soon, like within a few years, we are going to all drown because of the ice caps melting. The sea levels are gonna rise and there's nothing liberal minded people like myself can do to save all of you. You know, at one time, the earth was so hot that there were volcanoes everywhere and there was no place where humans could survive and we are rapidly getting very close to that point again every beer can that isn't recycled every plastic straw you throw throw away is just another nail in humanity's coffin not that i mind kill us kill us all i say but if you care about the state of our planet and our ecosystem you have to acknowledge that it is us and only us that affects our biosphere some people like to say that it, that the effect humanity has is nothing compared to the cold vastness of space and the heat and radiation of our beloved sun and mother earth's geothermal energy, but no other planet we know of has humans on it and no other planet is being ruined. Like our beloved mother earth, we humanity are the only life form we know in the universe who are actively and deliberately destroying our own home. We're like a guy shooting more holes into a boat, into our boat, wondering why we are still sinking. We need to bring back Woodsy the owl. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Might be a short one today. That's fine. That's fine. It reduces our ecological footprint. Um why hasn't Russia invaded Ukraine already? F- for that matter, why hasn't China taken Thailand? I mean, I wish these communist countries would just go ahead and take over the world for all of our sakes. I mean, here in America, even our poor people are sometimes ridiculously fat. How does that make any sense? Poor people should be the only people who are trim and lean and getting laid the most. It's like like being the team getting the first round draft pick, if you follow American sports at all. I'm forced to because I live in this capitalist hellscape of America. I think that the issue with communism is the fact that all these other nations who are not enlightened enough to get communism keep resisting it. I know you might say Russia isn't communist anymore. Yeah, sure, technically, like on paper. And almost no one talks about how good socialism and communism has been for South American nations. People ignore all the lives that have been lost trying to stamp out Nazis from Europe. All the lives Russia has lost trying to stamp stamp out the Nazis from Europe. No one ever talks about that. No one ever talks about the USSR winning the Second World War, which they totally would have won without the crippled English or the lazy slowpoke Americans. Then America just takes all the credit and tries to convert all of Western Europe just because they have similar invisible man in the sky granting their wishes. Don't get me started on religion. Why couldn't the whole world be happy with their collective? Why couldn't the farming communities be content that 90% of their crops go to feed the intellectuals in the cities who have to make all the big, important decisions of the big, important world? Why wouldn't they be happy with the rations we leave them, which makes them trim, lean, and sexy? Not like in America where there are 300-pound people all living trailer parks and no one wants to have sex with them. That's trickle-down economics for you in a nutshell. My sister gave me some great advice on how to get more views on my YouTube channel. She said to make my channel crazy left wing and or make content for children. That is such a great suggestion for a guy like me. Not only do those views come naturally to me, but I also think there's nothing less exhausting or totally not boring than making content for children. I can't think of anything I would rather do than play with children's toys. I mean, honestly, is there anything more masculine or adult than playing around with some slime or kinetic sand or Beyblades or whatever kids are playing with these days? Clearly, there's a lot of research I have to do to make sure I have my finger on the pulse of the greatest generation of children to ever walk the earth. I can't wait to help these kids figure out what gender and sexuality they want to be. There's nothing more noble than talking about sexuality with children while playing with magic mixies or whatever they like to play with before their genitals start working. I am so excited just thinking about teaching children the importance of masks and getting vaccines because drug companies will always have our best interests in mind. And kids their age are the most vulnerable group in the world. Now I know what you might be thinking. Madman, isn't this beneath you intellectually? no absolutely not i would never get bored with this type of content because the average five year old is much smarter than i am right now and by the time they get to my age they will make people look uh people like me look as dumb as a fish especially if they attend public school so i need to talk to them before the things i have to say are beneath them intellectually I am really looking forward to teaching kids about the true racist structure of the United States and how our society is built upon the blood and sweat of minorities just to keep white people like me from actually working for a living. I can't wait to tell them about how religion is stupid, it's a backwards cave person thinking, and that writing letters to Santa are more effective than prayer. I am super ac- excited to explain communism and socialism and that it's the natural order of humanity and we need to follow China and Russia into the brave new global government. I am super duper excited about making 100% clean content with absolutely no controversial thoughts or ideas. Golly, I'm so stoked. Great advice, sis. That's right down my alley. Yeah, it's going to be a short show today. <laughs> Ah woo, do you got a bar of soap? I might need to chew on that later. Um so I want one more thing before we get into the news worth knowing. Uh, and it's something that has been bothering me because I was watching uh, Arrested Development lately. Uh, and I just I cannot believe how marginalized Tobias Funke is in Arrested Development. And I and I think there's a lot we can learn about our our, our racist and homophobic society when when you watch arrested development in in regards to Tobias Fünke Tobias Fünke is a uh excuse me doctor Tobias Fünke is a character on the show arrested development and he's clearly a homosexual person homosexual man and uh and which is great and everything but unfortunately he's always like he kind of has to hide it and the the fact that he's hiding it but you know everyone kind of knows is is a repeated joke in the show. They're constantly making fun of him for being a gay person in a supposedly heterosexual relationship. And that's what irritates me about the Dr. Tobias Fünke. Number one, he's a doctor. He's the most qualified person of any character on that show. Person who has been to the most colleges and stuff like that. So everyone should be listening to him as an authority on everything. All right. But no, he's discounted all the time simply because they all know that he is gay. And that really bothers me, you know, and it's a repeated, constant joke in the show and where he has all these double entendres that he's saying, and it kind of gives away his true nature, you know, but unfortunately society has forced him into, it forced him into this heterosexual relationship with Lindsay, Lindsay Bluth. And it's just so heartbreaking and sad to me, you know, that he has to like, uh, Keep up the pretense of this heterosexual relationship with Lindsay Funke. you know. And I'm a, I know I'm a straight white male, and you know I, I got to deal with that. That's my own problem and stuff like that. And but, and Lindsay Funke, uh, what the Portia de Rossi, very good looking woman, very good looking. And it's it just, and it seems obvious to me. It seems obvious to me that he is gay, and they are, they are forcing this man to pretend to be something he is not, just to be accepted in some way even if it's the butt of everyone's jokes by that family. And that really irritates me. It really, I was watching it the other day and it really, really bothered me. Uh, there is only one thing that I really, um, I really thought was funny. Uh, David cross, the excellent comedian actor slash actor who, uh, who plays Dr. Tobias Funke, that when he does the he goes and gets involved in the blue man group and he puts blue paint all over his body, I mean, that's hilarious. That's objectively hilarious. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I don't care, you know, about all the all the gay jokes they make about him and stuff like that. But I mean, it's uh when somebody gets confused about what the blue man group is, and so they just put blue paint all over their body, that's objectively hilarious. And I really do think that that's uh like the one good good aspect of Tobias Funke's character so I want you to go back and I want you to watch all those shows that you loved back in the day and look through it in the lens of a modern eye so that you can you know uh, really see what like uh, marginalized people like Dr. Tobias Funke have to live through in in our uh, racist homophobic world that we all live in so just keep that in mind All right, I need to catch my breath Uh, this is a a little bit exhausting. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get to the news worth knowing. All right, so we're heading straight to the tr- most trusted name in news, CNN. Always, always read CNN because they're the most trusted name in news, obviously. The most accurate. Anyway, I will say one thing is that their articles are kind of long. Um and so I, I'll just get a brief summary of it because I don't want to, you know, get bogged down in too much of this. So let's talk about this first one. Uh, Trump sets off another, sets off yet another GOP civil war, risking party's midterm strategy. All right, Mitch McConnell doesn't say anything by accident. The Senate minority leader's every move is in service of his long game, dedicated to securing power. So the Kentucky Senator's denunciation of the Republican National Committee's view of the U.S. Capitol insurrection as a, quote, legitimate political discourse Tuesday should be read as more than an unusually frank rebuke of ex-president Donald Trump. McConnell's comments uh, were a blaring warning warning to his party less than nine months before the midterm elections that letting Trump's election fraud fantasies and January 6 misinformation dominate the campaign could cost it dearly. Excuse me. Quote, we we all were here. We saw what happened, McConnell said, of the attack on the Capitol. It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately crafted election, excuse me, certified election from one administration to the next. McConnell, who was hoping to win the Senate majority uh, to throttle Joe Biden's uh, presidency, spoke out a day that uh, laid bare the, the split that will haunt his party all the way to November. If McConnell is playing the long game, which is why they titled uh was what he t- was what she, which is what he titled his memoir. That's why they kept using the long game. Okay, uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy is playing a short one, since he likely to de- likely depends on Trump's blessing to become Speaker if the GOP wins the House majority in November. Uh, the California Republican excused the RNC language contained in a resolution that censured GOP's Representative Adam Kissinger Of Illinois and Liz Cheney of Wyoming for joining the House Select Committee probing the January 6th insurrection. Quote, anybody who broke in and caused damage that was not called for, those people we've said from the very beginning should be in jail, McCarthy told CNN's Manu Raju while claiming that the resolution was referring to subpoenas from this committee to RNC officials who were in Florida during the Capitol attack. Okay. So I'm going to stop reading this article there. And, it, you know, it's it, it's funny because, you know, there are Republicans who understand how evil Trump is, you know. And I'm, I'm glad that Mitch McConnell is taking, you know, is taking a stand, you know, against the racists and, and sexists and homophobics in this party, you know, and, and standing against them. You know, I, I've always said this, you know, God bless reasonable Republicans. You know, if, if you can, you know, if you can recognize how evil Trump is, you know, maybe you're not so bad. We, we probably got to reeducate you a little bit, Mitch McConnell, but I mean, Hey, you know, you're on the right path. (laughs) You're working your way towards the right path. Okay. So let's go on to this next story. Uh, What is the Minsk agreement and is it a way out of the Ukraine crisis? So as world leaders scramble to find a diplomatic solution over the ongoing Russia-Ukraine tensions, talk has turned to the 2015 Minsk Agreement as a possible way out of the crisis. The agreement, the second of its kind and the one that matters, was hammered out in the Belarusian... Is it Belarusian or Belarusian? There's only one S, so I think it's Belarusian. Because it's Belarus. Belarusian? I don't know. That sounds... Belarusian? Um, Those people who live in Belarus, (coughs) hammered out in the Belarusian capital in a bid to end what was then a a bloody 10-month conflict in eastern Ukraine. But Minsk, too, has never been fully implemented, with its key issues still unresolved. And here's what you need to know. Who are the key players? A rare meeting between Russia, Ukrainian, German, and French leaders in February of 2015 sought to bring peace to areas of Ukraine that had been taken over by pro-Russian separatists the year before. Those areas in Ukraine's Donbas re- region became known as the Luhansk People's Republic, LPR, and the Donetsk People's Republic, DPR. The Ukrainian government in Kiev uh, asserted the two regions were, in effect, Russian-occupied. The talks, the talks also aimed to work towards a political settlement for the region. The result, Minsk II, was signed by the representatives of Russia, Ukraine, and separatist leader in the Organization on Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE. It was subsequently uh, endorsed by a UN Security Council resolution. So what are the conditions of this agreement? Uh, A ceasefire in February 2015, uh, there was still heavy fighting in some areas between Ukrainian forces and Russian-supported rebels, with the Ukrainians taking heavy losses. The withdrawal of heavy weaponry from the front lines. That the OSCE, a 57-member security organization that also includes the U.S. and Canada, monitor the front lines. A dialogue in local elections in areas occupied by pro-Russian rebels. The restoration of a full economic and social links between the two sides so that, for example, pensions could be paid. The Ukrainian government control uh, be restored over the Rus- over the border with Russia. The withdrawal of all foreign forces and mercenaries, constitutional reform that would provide some autonomy to the regions of Ukraine's Eastern Donbas region, no longer under the central government's control. So what happened after Minsk Minsk II was signed? The worst of the fighting stopped and OSCE monitors moved in. To this day, OSCE patrols uh, the front lines and reports ceasefire violations along the border. However, there is much less fighting and fewer casualties than in 2014-2015. Uh, from that perspective, the agreement was at least partially fulfilled. Still, there are 1.5 million uh, internally displaced people in Ukraine, and nearly 14,000 people have died in the conflict so far. Okay, so here's here's the point of all this: is that you know there's always a chance for peace. There's always a chance for peace, and you know people want to people want to say you know. Um, you know, uh you know pacifism is wrong. There are people in the United States that I've heard say that that pacifism is wrong. And I, I just simply can't agree with that. There's always a chance for peace. Um there's a there's a Queen song called uh Hammer to Fall. And there's a there's a line in it that says uh you know just surrender and it won't hurt at all. You know, I mean it's it's really quite simple in many ways. You know, if you don't fight, no you know, people won't die. It's really that simple. And I'll be honest with you. Every time I read the word minx, Minsk, I'm I'm reminded of the, the American Tale, or the Mouse of Minsk. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if that's that's a true story. Anyway, and because you know, Fival, you know that, that was a Russian immigrant coming to America, making the mistake of coming to America, then going out west. There was no here. There's no cats. They said there was no cats in America, and oh, Americans lie. First lesson. First lesson to learn when you get to America. All right. Let's go on to this ridiculous story. All right. uh, Representative Joyce Beatty says Representative Hal Rogers poked her and said, kiss my ass after she asked him to put on a mask. That kind of rhymed. So Democratic Representative Joyce Beatty of Ohio said Tuesday Repres- uh, Republican Representative Hal Rogers of Kentucky poked her in the back and told her to kiss my ass after she asked him to wear a mask before boarding the U.S. Capitol subway system. We call it the Metro. Don't some people up there in CNN ride the Metro in D.C.? Anyway, you should know that. We call it the Metro. Anyway, Beatty, who chairs the Congressional Black Cau- Caucus, said in a string of tweets, Ah, uh, quote today while heading to the House floor for votes, I respectfully respectfully asked my colleague at Representative at Rep. Hal Rogers to put on a mask while boarding the train. He then poked my back, demanding I get on the train. When I asked him not to touch me, he responded, "Kiss my ass." This is a kind of disrespect that we have been fighting for years, and indicative of the larger issue we have with GOP members flaunting health and safety mandates designed to keep us and our staff safe. Beatty continued, "Amen." At Rep. Hal Rogers, when you're ready to grow up and apologize for your behavior, you know where to find me. Rogers told CNN Tuesday, my words are, were not acceptable. Uh, he said he he said he said apologized to Beatty on the House floor and in a statement, and he, ex- quote, expressed my regret to her first and foremost. Well, I guess that's a first step. Uh, Beatty said she accepted Rogers' apology and was moving on. In recounting the incident to CNN's John Berman on New Day Wednesday morning, uh, Beatty said Roger's original apology on the fl- House floor was insufficient because he mumbled some words, which led her to demand a public apology. Uh, she also suggested the situation would have unfolded differently had the race roles been reversed. Quote, maybe the question is, if uh, had a black man poked a white woman and then told her to kiss his blank blank, you, you tell me what you think would have happened, she told Berman. Rogers' apology came after members of the Congressional Black Caucus gathered on the House Steps to condemn Rogers for assaulting Beatty and demand a public apology. Excuse me. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not laughing at the story. It's a very horrible thing, you know. Very horrible thing, that kind of language between uh, the professionals, the smartest people. You know, in order to get to D.C., you have to be some of the smartest people in the country, you know. You have to be incredibly educated, talented, and brilliant in order to be elected to public office, in order to earn those votes you get. You have to be very, very smart unless you're a Republican. Anyway, let's go on to this next story. These homophobic conservatives. Anyway, so Biden tells LGBTQ children that you are loved and respected just as you are after Florida advances a don't say gay bill. Um... President Joe Biden on Tuesday took, to, took the rare step of weighing in on a controversial Florida bill that would ban certain disu- discussions about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom, telling LGBTQ kids that he has their back. Quote, I want every member of the LGBTQI uh, plus community, especially the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill, to know that you are loved and accepted just as you are. I have your back, and my administration will continue to fight for the protections and safety you deserve, Biden tweeted Tuesday evening. The message from the White House on Tuesday condemning Republicans for advancing the bill was a rare step as Biden and his aides called the bill part of a larger trend of GOP leaders across the country taking actions to treat students like political pawns. Republicans in Florida have advanced legislation which opponents have dubbed Don't Say Gay Bill which uh, state school districts quote, may not encourage discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. It's not clear what what would be considered age or developmentally appropriate. That is very, yeah, very unclear. And Republican Governor Ron DeSantis appeared to vote, uh, voice support for the measure on Monday. The legislation would hurt kids who need the most protection in school and are already vulnerable to bullying and violence just for being themselves, says Kevin Munoz. Forgive me if I got that name wrong. Munoz? 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 White House Assistant Press Secretary said in a statement. "Uh, But make no mistake. Mistake. The quote goes on to say, this is not an isolated action. Across the country, we're seeing Republican leaders take action to regulate what students can or cannot read, what they can or cannot learn, and most troubling, who they can or cannot be, he added. This is politics at its worst, cynically treating our students as pawns in a game and not people who deserve to love and respect. At every step of the way, Republicans have peddled in cheap political attacks increase, uh, instead of focusing on <clears throat> the issues parents, students, and teachers care about. I mean, I'm not laughing because I was—I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about Tobias putting blue paint on the um. You you know, it. I just—I can't understand how you can have so much hate in your heart, Republicans. Why can't you let these children be who they are? Why are you so anti-gay? Why can't you just tell these kids, you know, no matter what age they are, it's like, hey, you could be straight, you can be gay, you can, you know, you could be anything you want. You know, that's what people told me when I was growing up. You could be anything you want. And I chose, I chose to be this. I mean, I, I regret it, but you know, I feel like I was born this way. You know, I, and i just like, how do you, how do you have all that hate inside your heart? How could you just sleep at night? Anyway, we got two more stories, a little bit lighter subjects help, uh, ease out of this anger I'm feeling. All right, uh, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard let their kids sleep in their room. And I hope you know these guys. They're, they're incredibly good-looking people, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. So married couple, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, were involved in, how often, uh, involved in how often you bathe your children, how often to bath your children, conversation last year. Now they have weighed in on sleeping habits of their family. During a recent episode of Shepard's Armchair Expert podcast, Bell shared that their daughters, Lincoln 8 and Delta 7, 8 years old and 7 years old, okay, sleep in their parents' bedroom. "Quote, you know you know the girls sleep on the floor of our bedroom," Bell said. Uh this revelation was part of a story about how there was uh there was a stench in the bath bedroom. Bell joked, "We guess she thought it was because just because a family is Cassies." <laughs> so I wake up in the morning and I go, "Wow, the gas Wow, nobody's gas has dissipated, but it also smells like it's burning. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. And even after washing the sheets, airing out the room, and having the kids check to make sure the family pets have not b- left behind any presents, the real raunchy smell continued to linger. Finally, Bell located the source. I leaned down to smell the mattress, Dax's corner, of course, his feet corner of the mattress, <laughs> I almost hit the deck. I almost passed out. It was so strong. Oh, Dax has funky feet. That's a deal breaker. All right. (laughs) I don't know about you, Kristen. Anyway, so lest you think uh, Shepard has a hygiene problem, it turns out that their mattress cover, which has to be filled with water, had accidentally been filled with an old protein drink. What? What? This is very confusing. And that's the end of the article? You can't leave me like that. That doesn't make any sense. What's going on? You know, I can't, this must be the most wonderful family to be a part of. You know, like your seven eight-year-old girls sleeping in your room with you, you know, two adults. You know, I was I was mistreated as a child. Like after, after like three or four, I couldn't come in the room anymore. You know, and obviously it has a negative, has had a negative effect on me. You know, I wasn't allowed to sleep in my parents' bed anymore, in my parents' room anymore. You know, it's just, it's gotta be like, those kids are gonna be, super well-adjusted when they grow up. Anyway, let's go on to this last story, and then we'll get out of here for the week. Super short show, I'm sorry. Uh, so Billie Eilish stops Atlanta concert to help a fan get an inhaler. So Billie Eilish had a moment during her Atlanta concert Saturday night, and that has gone viral for all the right reasons. The Grammy winner was performing at the State Farm Arena on her Happier Than Ever World Tour when she stopped her concert to help uh, help out a fan in the crowd. You need an inhaler? Eilish is seen asking a young woman. The moment was caught on camera by numerous concert goers and posted to social media. In the video clips, Eilish turns to security and asks them to locate an inhaler. Few moments go by while personnel check on the girl. Excuse me. Meanwhile, Eilish addressed the thousands of her fans in the er- arena by saying, It's okay. Give her some time. Don't crowd around her. As for the girl, she appeared to be fine after the scare and stayed in the audience. Yeah, if they said, you have to leave, it's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Why would, I if I, you know, why why have the inhaler? I wanted the inhaler so I can stay, (laughs) you know? And so I just, I think that that's such a good thing. And I think that, you know, positive stories like this need to be focused on more in in the media, no matter what you think about Billie Eilish, you know? No matter what you think about her, it's like, I think these kinds of stories need, need to happen more. And especially after what happened at that, I forget that the name of that one festival where those people got trampled, uh, something world. What was it? Astro world, you know, especially after something like that. I think that all these performers need to be well aware of the dangers of having a big crowd around and stuff like that because, you know, there are people with, you know, breathing issues and it's like, don't crowd around her. Absolutely. Don't crowd around her because you know the girl needs to breathe, and you know, you you can't you can't focus on the negative all the time, and so that's why I like to end the show with those, like two happier, upbeat stories that are just a little bit more feel good, so that you know we can we can go about our day and just <clears throat> not drag drag all that negativity with us back out into the world. So I know this has been a short show, and uh, we will we will return back to our regular schedule program next week. Um, this. Um, this hasn't been exhausting at all. You know, this hasn't made me feel dirty in any way. And I've really, I've really, really enjoyed myself, uh, doing this concept. And in many ways, I just wanted to see if I can do it. And, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to remind you again to never, ever go to patreoncom slash shock monkey radio and become a patron. That guy's an asshole and never, ever send money to the, the cash tag shock monkey radio through your cash app because that guy's a real jerk. Yeah. This has been shock monkey radio. I'm the madman and you can kiss my ass.